This is Mike Madrid. And this is Gregory Rodriguez. We're your hosts for Americanata, where we'll be exploring the intersection of race, class, culture, and politics during a time of extraordinary change. We'll be thinking out loud and processing what's on our minds as we go, unfiltered. And we're looking forward to you joining us for this discussion as we explore how we got to this tumultuous moment in the United States. Big day here in California politics and nationally as a small earthquake tremor uh, ripped its way through the political scene. Um, it appears as though, as predicted here on Americanata, Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> has entered the governor's race during this recall of Gavin Newsom and presents herself or is trying to present herself as the next, the reincarnation of Arnold Schwarzenegger in her celebrity quest to seize the executive office uh, in the governor's mansion. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit today, Gregory, and get some of your, your first impressions. First of all, your, uh, you you got the you got a voice for radio. You have a face for radio too. But that that was uh, that was very compelling. Very good. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I it's my impressions are not good. My impressions are that um, identity politics and TikTok just got married this morning. You know, and this is just <laughs> this is a, this is a this is an embarrassing. It's just dumb. And, and I'm, um, and it's, it's really, you know, it's, we saw how corrupt the American political system was uh, over the last four years. And this is just a really, uh, this is just a reminder. Uh, it's ridiculous. And this is another, uh, another person who's famous by virtue of the immediate attention she received. Uh, well, first she was famous by, by her accomplishments. I, I don't want to take that away, but over time, the modern the people most the people who know her most now is because of a television show, because of a reality show, another reality show candidate. And and so I'm I'm I think it's just part of the corruption of American politics. It's just politics without ideas. It's politics without a platform. It's politics without an ideology. It's politics without a party. It's mm -hmm. the policy, the, the politics of uh, of name recognition, and yeah. I'll go a little further, but I'll I'll, I'll go back, uh, swing it back to you. What does it matter? I mean, you know, despite my my faux rage here, my faux outrage, does it mean anything at all to you? Well, look, let me. The day started with kind of you know me waking up to my phone blowing up because everybody, you know, from the Washington Post to the LA Times, New York Times, CNN starts saying, hey, Caitlyn Jenner enters the race, like it's some sort of a big deal. And my immediate reaction is, this is not that big of a deal. This is not Arnold Schwarzenegger getting in. She, this is more Gary Coleman than it is, you know, Gary Coleman's celebrity in the last recall compared I to I hope Arnold that's not a slight to Gary Coleman. Poor, I that, voted that for Gary had, Coleman. No, I was with Gary. I stood life. with Gary. I stood with Gary. Okay, I was part good, of the resistance. Good. No, no, no. I mean, look, Gary, yeah, Gary had a rough run, but, but my point is this, that there's, there's celebrity and then there's celebrity. Right. And, and Arnold Schwarzenegger had spent years laying the groundwork to try to be a serious governor um, years. He, he was a great friend of governor Wilson's. He had been, you know, his consigliere Bob White was, was one of the most, and still is one of the most respected voices in California politics. He ran a statewide initiative on after school, you know, kindergarten, blah, 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 blah. The, the list goes on and on. He was interested. He was intellectually curious about policy and governance. 
I'm not going to say a huge amount of ego wasn't involved in celebrity. There's, there clearly was. This is foundationally different. Yeah. This is about being famous for being famous. It's kind of like the I'm surprised you had to explain that to anybody. Well, you're surprised I had to? Yeah. Like a reporter didn't know that? Well, no. And you know what? I realized how old I am. A lot of these reporters, you know, weren't around 20 years ago. Oh, dude, wait. Let me interrupt with something really stupid. Yeah. I went to, my wife and I went to the Ralph's supermarket yesterday uh-huh. and I like Rocky Road and I realized none of these companies seem to be making Rocky Road anymore. So I went over to to to, to an attendant um, and I said, is that an age thing? Have I, have I aged out of something? And she said, yeah, I don't think a lot of people know what Rocky Road is. Dude, Rocky Road's like black and white TV. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know that was still a thing. Who Dude, thanks Rocky for rubbing it in. No, I man. just discovered it yesterday. Well, congrats. I welcome discovered to the that I... world. Yeah, welcome wow. to the 20... Yeah, welcome to the next century, guy. It's only You're only 20 years deep into you, this. You don't... Well, okay, I'm... How have you been eating Rocky dude, Road? Where uh, were dude, you finding it? Thrifties, dude. Thrifties, which is now what? Who bought Thrifties? Right. Thrifties a thing either? R- right. Oh, Thrifties is gone, but right the way they took over their, their, their ice cream. Dude, what are you talking about? Anyways, back to other meaningless things that, yeah. t- that tell us that we're old. Here. Right? I mean... Yeah. Wait. Well, so so look, there are, what I realized was a lot of these reporters tweeting this out were basically saying like, this is, you know, yeah. here's the celebrity candidate. This is like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it was like, no, this is nothing like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it's, first of all, it's a completely different world than it was 20 years ago. But their frame of reference is it's celebrity and celebrity right. kind of is, and, is what matters. And a but, lot of these journalists are giving it legitimacy. Well, forget because, legitimacy. They're giving it time and air and space. And they're making they're, they're continuing the problem that the media created. The media is 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 it's just stupid redundant it's just stupidity times eight that it just like it doesn't really matter even the man we, we end up talking about it because it actually says something we used you and i try to make chicks some, some squeeze some meaning out of it right like the matt gets thing doesn't in itself will not be a historical event but it may say something about the state of the culture and the politics but but the space these people are given is quite extraordinary but i i think it also tells us something about identity politics. Again, post-idea, post-ideology, post-platform, and that politics came to be around uh, group identities in, this, at, at its best, it was a search for dignity and rights, mm. right? Right, so at, at its best, certain groups came together who has historically been mistreated and said, we want dignity and rights. I believe that this is a sign now that we've reached very, we've gone, we've devolved in identity politics. It's simply a validation of identity. It's Say simply, more about that. well, I mean, it, the, in, 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 in a sense that, that there are certain groups, uh, even, you know, even BLM, it, 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 Black Lives Matter, is it, one can a- ask the, the fair question, is it about police reform? Or is it about the recognition of African-Americans and their significance in American life? That's not to say you can't be both, mm-hmm. but there are other groups with less, with, 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 with demands that are, that are more amorphous, even more amorphous. Like, are you, is, is this about pride? Is it about validation from, from outside? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, or is it about actual structural changes in a system that allows people like you to be treated better, right? And I understand they're not mutually exclusive that if you acknowledge the decency and the integrity of, of a large group of people, you may seek to treat them better more broadly. I get that. But I think this is now, uh, we've reached identity politics to the point, so, she is, so Caitlyn Jenner is now mostly famous 
uh, not as a, as a world-class athlete and not as a husband of, of, of Chris uh, Jenner, um, she's now famous for, for being trans. Um, I don't know, she's, she's listed as a trans activist. I don't know to what extent she spends her time advocating, but, but this is, she, she, her, she is now known for her identity, for, an, for a minority identity and her choice to uh, assume an identity. And that's really interesting. Um, apparently she didn't, she voted very seldom in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, this is a, is this a person seeking validation for herself individually because she's a member of a minority You're, as opposed to running on behalf of a minority. You see the difference? Yeah. Like, no, literally I- validating her identity. Uh, is that what, po- I mean, do you know other candidates and politicians who are running to validate their identity? Is this a thing? No, and I never considered that um, candidly. So I, I'm, I'm listening with intently because you don't know I, any Latino or Black candidates or, or white candidates who run to be validated personally, run for office. No, I mean okay. I don't. I don't. I mean, do you? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think. I mean, well, first of all, there's a lot of speculation as to what's driving somebody's, you know, e- emotive and psychological behavior, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. so, so no, I mean, at least it's not couched in that language. It's always advocating on behalf of a community. I exactly. represent this and, community. And this isn't even that precisely. And those that's getting weaker. The notion of the, the old fashioned notion. So first sort of progressive politics began sort of in terms of, of improving the economic lives of people, right? The left started to lose its, uh, it's, uh, its moorings in, in economics several decades ago and switched toward more identity-driven politics. When and why? Uh, according to some people, it's because they had less traction. They had less traction. Uh, uh, they were probably losing middle-class people and upper-middle-class people that didn't have the same uh, legitimate gripes they may, may have once had as, as working class. But the, 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 there was a switch from economics to identity um, around the time multiculturalism was emerging in the mid 70s. And so th- there's a question among some old timey scholars that, that this, is, this was a bad move that's gonna end up fragmenting the left, what that's easily understood. But, but I, I don't know to, to what extent Caitlyn Jenner is running as a representative of a group. So that's what I'm saying. She's running as in identity politics in a party of one. Right. She's not she's not seeking to represent something or improve the lot, as far as I can tell. Um, and it's just interesting that we reached that way. How is this different than than Donald Trump, really? How is this candidacy that different than somebody seeking some sort of validation uh, externally that has no real agenda other than they're being acknowledged and validated by millions? I always thought that that was kind of one of the character flaws. That was a requirement in being a politician. Hence my question. All right. Yeah. yeah. I remember having a a conversation one time with a, with a, with a close friend who was saying that actually we need those types of dysfunctional people because those are the only people that will put themselves out there. They're not putting themselves out there for good, courageous reasons to advocate for the, you know, for something better or common good. They're just, they're so broken. They need that external validation. So we need those types of people to continually try to find a constituency to make the whole damn thing work. See, that's brilliant because that explains Bill Clinton, right? Bill Clinton's shame of- Explains all of them. uh, But but specifically, but but the Clinton route though, 
he 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 legitimized his pain, his shame of of having an an alcoholic father and his mother was abused and 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 he he studied and he worked hard and he created an agenda. So at the very least, Clinton may have needed that for the reasons that you stated, but he developed an ideology and a worldview that matched it. Now you're not even expected to develop a worldview to match it. I see. To to pay for your 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 day at the dais, right? That 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 uh, it's a, to to get the, to the ballot box. You're just supposed to have been acknowledged by a media hungry for clicks. And I do believe that there are some differences between, um, to, to your point here, differences between Ronald Reagan's celebrity versus Arnold Schwarzenegger's celebrity, even even Donald Trump's celebrity. Trump much less so, but you know Reagan was began his life as a celebrity right he was an actor he was became a b-list you know movie star but he spent years honing his political ideology beliefs and platform schwarzenegger not as long but he when he once he demonstrated a, an interest in a propensity he was doing his homework he was studying up he wanted to be taken seriously yeah. and i believe he was a serious candidate Trump had flirted for many, many years, had been asked even as a young man if he was going to run. He actually did run as an independent years ago, even though he denies it. We've got him on film doing it. Um, what did he run for? President. The border? <laughs> but Caitlyn Jenner is something totally different. Caitlyn Jenner. Right, because she doesn't seem to be seeking legitimacy. I think uh, the best analysis of Trump that I read was that he was, uh, he was an outer borough guy who felt uh, routinely demeaned by the Manhattan elites. Yeah. And I'll show you. Uh, so that, 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 that was a, seemed to have been a big motivation for him again, to be validated, legitimized by somebody uh, by whom, from whom he felt um, uh, alienated, disrespected. And Jenner, you think Jenner's constituency again is a constituency of one. She's trying to validate it for herself. Yes. And She's like, saying, I like, matter that's that may be that's my guess i matter and then i think people are utilizing uh ethnicity or 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 minority statuses of all kind to say i matter but without having to have an agenda that actually improves a lot or seeks to dignify the minorities uh groups that they're part of they're simply leveraging the minority status so their I, do own want benefit. To to, I do want to talk to you about how you think this is going to manifest itself actually in the course of the campaign. And anybody's speculation is legitimate here, but here's what I will tell you. There's going to be some panning of her and this candidacy for about four or five days. Then there's going to be the blowback saying, are we not taking this candidate serious because yeah. of her gender identity yeah. because of her identity because no, of her because advocacy. she never voted before and because we've never heard something you know remotely serious from her so right yeah no, gary, you, gary coleman was not running as a black candidate right, right. i mean right I, I tell you this i don't care i don't care about uh, i i gotta tell you yesterday i watched the whole debate of the uh for the presidency of the comunidad de madrid in spain I watched the whole debate. I have never in my life, I am born and raised in California. I have never watched a gubernatorial debate. And yet I watched them 
in Spain, be in part because it's less scripted, in part because it's less polite, in part because I learn a lot about you know you know multi-party politics, which teaches me a lot about what the U.S. could be at some point, um, and 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 really struck by how boring. I mean, some somebody once said this about L.A. Uh, columnist once said, if if L.A. ever chose to talk about local politics like the New York Post does. Then more people would vote. You know, in other words, that people want their their politics to be talked about in a sort of a messy, gossipy way, and maybe we'll care. And that's why we care about Caitlyn Jenner in a way, right? That that it's, 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 she is a she is a figure of gossip. Um, and so I'm saying I'm flipping it around, saying if we actually spoke about our candidates in less august terms or, or, or just simply high and low and, and talked about them as complicated human beings with, with foibles uh, who have all sorts of problems, who, had a, who, who walked out of Spago's the night before in a, in a tisk with their you know, boyfriend or girlfriend, that might make uh, uh, politics more interesting. New York has that, right? New York has that rough and- Page humble. six, it's gossip columnist, yes. it's, so it's maybe, tit for tat, it's Maybe Caitlyn Jenner takes us into the new era in which politics is just, is page six. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm reaching here, brother. I think I'm saying this might be a turn for the better. Caitlyn Jenner may save democracy. She, <laughs> That's what you're saying. She's a freedom fighter. She's a freedom fighter. I love it. I, I mean, dude, you're I, so good at this. You you make you can take a, a, a six paragraphs and turn it into like a f- brilliantly pointed. Uh, that's from being a Twitter addict. That's all that is. <laughs> well, well, listen, I, look, I don't, I don't, um, I don't see how this is a good development. Like I said, I think that the people who were not taking Reagan seriously, people who were not taking Schwarzenegger seriously, were making a big mistake. I think as a professional, I could see the data, see the numbers go, that's a mistake. Trump, look, Trump caught me by surprise, but it was something entirely different than I think what this is, although this may be rolling downhill. This is not serious. This is, this is troubling. This is like, what the hell is this? It, she's not trying to secure like the trans vote, right? It's just not big enough to make a difference. She's running in a Republican as a Republican, a Republican primary as a Trumper. Uh, is it just is it just Kardashian performance yeah. to launch I, I a new we, clothing line? Yeah, I, and yeah, and that may be, but I don't think we need to waste much energy thinking what it is. I think what it reflects is more significant, okay. right? And it reflects again what we've been talking about: politics without ideas. It reflects politics without an agenda. It reflects politics for the the, the validation of those running and with zero meaning for the populace at large. That's it. The media loves it. They're going to b- blow up your phone in the morning because it's it's sensationalist. And I try to save my page six thing, but you're right, it's bullshit. But but um but in the end it's it's empty politics. And it's 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 the it's sort of like the devolution of identity politics to this. Um at some point um we need ideas that help a cross section of Americans improve their lives. It just worries me right now that there's so much of politics and now is 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 just entertainment. Again, the, with the caveat thinking that it could be more entertaining if it were more entertaining. Uh, I mean, it could be more engage more people, but I think it's just more emptiness, dude. It's more. Emptiness. Yeah, and I also think that engaging people on emptiness is not good for democracy either. It's not good for governance. 
it may be good. It may be good for engagement. Yeah, yeah. You're but, probably but the right. Not good for governance. Is so low. Right. It's, I mean, you're probably right. It's certainly not good for governance. But if we ever saw, but again, the rough and tumble brings things to average people as myself and makes people more interesting rather than, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about engagement and it certainly doesn't help governance, but to, to see, uh, see politicians as imperfect human beings uh, about whom stories can be told uh, and not just be torn down or lifted up for that matter, right? But uh, just imperfect beings that, that would make for actually healthier campaigns. So speaking of which, and, 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 and if, if this is about the emptiness of not just politics, but also political parties, especially the Republican Party, how, how do you think she does? I don't care. Uh, but, I, uh, but I'm asking I, you. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm Would you vote for Caitlyn Jenner? No, but I don't know who I'd vote for. I'm, you know, I'm not impressed by the current governor. I'm not impressed by anybody who's trying to take him out. Um, I don't know. I don't find politics all that serious. I don't, in this state, I don't find local candidates or statewide candidates talking about things that I find compelling in ways that I believe. I, but aren't you arguing for less seriousness, kind of like the New York style politics? No, 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 or- no, no. no. You can, you can, have, oh, there you go. You can be serious about an idea and be a five dimensional human being if that's even possible. Huh. That is. No, no, no. I'm talking about the way you talk about him is less august, you know, they're, 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 and, and, and which, which of course, once they're august, we tear them down. That's, that's the American way. But right. as, 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 as humans with, with sitting humans with problems and make mistakes who fight, but we, we turn them into these cardboard creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the debate, I, I watched last night in an American debate. I thought about Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. I was clearly rooting for Hillary Clinton. And I remember all I was doing was hoping she wouldn't make a mistake. Right. I was just, that's, that's me watching. And I was talking to my aunt this morning. I said like the last, I remember the Lloyd Benson, Dan Quayle moment. That's like the last moment I like cheered at a debate. You know, I, I remember. So we're looking at, we're looking for mistakes. Yeah. And, and, and that's just, that's crap. That's just like, it's a war of attrition. It's a war of people trying not to make mistakes rather than people throwing themselves out there and say, I am this, I am this, I'm for this, I'm not perfect, but I stand for something, but I'm also a human. And the expectations of these politicians, which leads to people electing, getting elected who've never had office before because they don't have paper trails, right? Um, I don't know. So in other words, making them more human in the race with an engaged media is not a bad thing. You're right, it has no difference on governance, but it might bring people in to care more about their politicians. It might, if, if politicians could get away with being human, which I don't think in this media, uh, in this media uh, climate, they can. Well, maybe, maybe that's what this is about. Maybe she just makes this, she humanizes the race, but isn't a serious candidate. I just have, I'm really struggling to see whether or not there's any seriousness behind this or if it's just a pure Kardashian play. It's just a pure image play. Um, and we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I do want to mention something about the debate. So, because that is important. The one moment for people of our generation where we do remember a debate instance was the Benson Quayle moment and had absolutely no impact on the race, but we remember it. And I was right. eating Rocky Road. 
as it happened. Of course, because it was on black and white television with <laughs> rabbit ear antennas. Because that's what people did back in the day. <laughs> but but if you, even if you remember, if you can, if you can dial way back into the Wayback Machine in 2016 and think about Trump and Hillary, right, where the most people remember him like kind of stalking her and standing behind her and breathing down her neck, oh. right? It still didn't impact the outcome of the race. So okay. you're, you're absolutely right. We look for these debate moments. We're looking for flaws. We're looking for gaps. We're looking for mistakes. Nobody watches the debate anymore. Right. I, had a, I, had a, I had a big debate with an academic about this actually in 2016 who was arguing, well, there's many studies and reports written that said people actually take these and inform. I said, bullshit. Yeah. People don't watch debates. If you're watching a debate, you, you decided years ago who you're voting for. It doesn't matter what the candidate is. It depends on whether or not they're wearing a red or a blue jersey. And more importantly, it does not affect public opinion yeah. does not yeah. move. Yeah. People yeah. were literally saying Hillary Clinton won the debate, and it's not changing my opinion on anything because right. we right. view this as spectacle. But those are two it's a gladiator things. sport, are, which is what it, we like. Give them but circus. A, nah, but it's a it's not a gladiator sport. It's a gladiator sport. Gladiators had weapons, dude, and they had they had, they presumably had lions. This is just waiting for someone to make a mistake. That's much of a that's a boring gladiator show. I mean, I, I would well, love. Have you seen the Kardashians? <laughs> Have you kept up with them? Have you kept up with the Kardashians with the Rocky Road? I mean, come on. Boring. You're, you're telling me I'm Dude, boring. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, my mind is Rocky, but Rocky Road really is. It's it's a thing of the was. Past. It was. It was. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's Friday. Let it go, man. Let it hurts. go. It's like so typewriters. I, so it's I like don't know. This, this, this is just, uh, you know, God bless everyone involved. You know, God bless Caitlyn Jenner. But just, and it's just, it just seems silly that this country has so many problems, uh, as you all. But there seems uh, there's there's hard ideologies. There's hard ideology on one side, which Biden is sort of skirting through and skirting beyond and avoiding being, you know, doing what he can in a pragmatic sense. At least that's how I see it. Yeah. And then the other party is just you know completely lost as to who it is and what it stands for. And then in, you know, in California, we have successive actors, whether you like them or not, or whether they're good or not. This is the third famous person that we're going to be talking about in the course of our lifetimes. And I don't know, I would like to think, um, yeah, we're not, we, we don't want the, the stuffy bow tie person running for office anymore. But yeah, I'd like to have someone who spent their lives in the service of others. Sure, I would. I would like to have someone who um, sought to improve the world for years and had a track record and believed in something. I would. Like, who would that be? Who would that be in California? I don't know. I don't know. I say, like, as a politician, as a public servant, quote unquote, public servant, or like as a. I'm saying I would like a politician to be as a model, someone who actually cared about people and society and thought about it in thoughtful ways. I remember my father, my late father, was a complete C SPAN nut. And when he heard Bill Clinton for the first time when he was governor of Arkansas, he said, that man is so smart. And he just, he was just so impressed. And, and it was, it was, it was, it was his ideas more than his personality at that mm-hmm. point. It was literally governor, but he was so smart and he thought about how to shift and change systems. So they worked for more people. That's all. I'm not saying there is any, but I'm saying I, uh, and this might be my Rocky road talking, dude. I'm just saying I would love, uh, public servants, people who presume to be public servants to have served the public before they run for office. 
So let's try and wrap this up by, by kind of putting a bow tie on the politics of validation and what that means as an individual. Is this, this is, we've devolved to a point now where identity politics is reaching its natural conclusion, which is you, you represent smaller and smaller and smaller segments of people trying to climb the ladder of oppression for social leverage no, until you no, get I, to the point where you stand alone. Is that the argument? <laughs> that, no, that's not my argument at all. I'm saying that at, at its best, identity politics is the fight of, of, of historically mistreated groups looking for dignity and change in system. There's nothing wrong with that. It's that now identity politics sometimes seems to have gone down to no changing of system, but simply for your is simply for your identity to be validated. And it's not enough to feel validation. It, 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 it's, if you don't go into politics with the mind of saving it or making it better, we shouldn't, you shouldn't be there. It, 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 you know, it's, it's, so again, there's nothing wrong with it in my mind that the origins of identity politics is people who want respect on dignity and and the rights that come with that dignity and and now it's devolved into please look at me validate me from and if any anybody would tell a child and this is this is this is instagram culture right this is this is behave in ways to be liked culture that if anyone has children presumably tells your child do not seek to be uh, affirmed by others and yet we have an entire media landscape and an entire political, which is all about people being affirmed by others. And I would ultimately say that is not dignity. That is not dignity. One does not derive their sense of dignity from others. One derives their sense of dignity from themselves. Well, that's good. I got it. I want to, I need to go get some Rocky Road. Bye. Thanks again for visiting with Gregory Rodriguez and Mike Madrid on this episode of American Atta. If you've enjoyed the discussion, please help us out, share, review, and give us five stars. We'll talk to you next episode.